0: And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damos y caballeros, bienvenidos. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome
3: to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of MMA. Straight up, the man is right. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking UFC fight night. The return of Mirko Krokop. Is it the return? Well, he won in the cage last night. Gabriel Gonzaga went over Poland, came up short. Uh, of course, the revenge factor for Mirko Krokop after being stopped seven years ago. That was achieved. We'll talk about UFC Fight Night in Poland. UFC going all over the world. Of course, the header from the Philippines with Frankie Edgar and uh, Uriah Faber. They've got John Jones defending a light heavyweight championship coming up against Anthony Rumble Johnson. That's going to be in May. And of course, July the 11th, the big event of the year. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Conor McGregor going after Jose Aldo for the 145-pound UFC Featherweight Championship. Of course, Aldo hasn't been beaten like, since Ronald Reagan was alive or he was president. It's been that long. It's been a long time. Long, long time. So straight up, he's ready to lose. I think he's ready to lose. I think Conor is too big, too strong, too fast, and just too mean to lose to him. We'll hear from Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo a little bit later in today's show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide open phone lines coast to coast 1-800-878-7529. The Twitter thing is at Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is the great Junior Walker and the All-Star. me,
1: me? I got to know, Ooh, baby,
5: Here we go. Are you ready? You ready?
1: Get up. Here
0: we go. Today's fight clock. Wow. Right down. Look at that. Oh man. Today's fight clock brought to you by Bud Light, Joe. Perfect fit for whatever happens. Ronda wants to make it happen quickly. There's well, the arm. arm? She it it she is all over. Just like that. Oh my God. Wow. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You mind if I laugh in your face?
3: Frampton's coming alive, not actually, Frampton's in the studio. Peter Frampton, is. you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, the big news in the world of MMA this year has not been the UFC itself. It's been the class action suits that have been filed against the UFC by a bunch of fighters. And, you know, it it looks to where it looks it looks as if. The ownership of Zufa Sports, I'm talking about Dana White and the Fertita Brothers and the, the Dubai government, which owns 13% of the promotion. Dana owns 10% and Frank Lorenzo owns the rest. But it appears if, if they're paying out only 12% of the revenues, of the gross revenues, to the fighters per se, that's the fighters are getting shorted. I mean, there's little doubt about that, isn't it? 12%? I mean, we're looking at... You know, fights like Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather, and those guys are, like, sharing, like, 90% of the money, 80% of the money. So what's going on? What is the big news? So we'll talk about that a little bit later in today's show. But the lawsuit, of course, that's going to be, first and foremost, probably one of the most important things the UFC ever has to deal with in their short existence. Of course, the Zufa people bought UFC uh, back at UFC 33, debuted with, Uh, Vladimir Mochyshenko, I believe, and Tito Ortiz in a light heavyweight title bout. That was UFC 33. Now they're up to UFC like 186, 187. So UFC's off and rocking and rolling. It's the fastest-growing sport in the world. They're all over the world, as I told you. They'll be doing events in in the Philippines. Last night they were in Glasgow, in in Poland. I was going to say Glasgow, Scotland. I used to write for a newspaper there. But they were in Poland. And Gabriel Gonzaga, he was a former UFC champ, I think, just for like a split second. And he, 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 avenged, uh, he got some revenge over Mirko Krokop. Krokop, a guy that was considered a huge star. I mean, they thought he was going to be like you know, the second coming of Muhammad Ali in the world of MMA as far as the Eastern Bloc was concerned. But something happened, and he didn't make the transformation over from the Pride Fighting Championships in which they fight in a ring to the UFC in which they fight in a cage. And for his first couple of UFC fights, he trained in a ring when he was going to fight in a cage. So they drew 10,000 people last night. And in the main event, as I said, uh, Mirko Krokop. Mirko Filipovic, that's his real name, defeated Gabriel Gonzaga with a TKO in the third round. Elbows and punches. The time was 3.30. Pretty good comeback for Krokop. Krokop, uh, a hero in that area of the world. But as far as beating elite guys, that ain't never going to happen. Not never again. Jimmy Emanuana, uh defeated. And Janet Blakowicz, that was the unanimous nod, 30-27 to 27 on two cards, 29-28 on another. A welterweight fight with a pretty good fight. Fighter, uh, Powell Pollack, defeated Sheldon Westcott. That was the unanimous nod, 29-28, three times. And a women's strawweight bout, Myrna Munoz, uh, Morose defeated Joanna Calderod, and That was a submission with an armbar. The old, <laughs> old Ronda Rousey thing at 1 minute and 30 seconds into the very first round. Now, there were a lot of fights on the card, but... This entire fight card was on Fight Pass. And there's nobody I know, maybe Dave Meltzer. I would have to say probably Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. But those two guys are probably the only two guys I know that, that have the USC Fight Pass. Nobody I know has it. So if you wanted to watch last night's fight card from Poland Live, you had to steal it on one of the Internet signals, you know, like from Poland and listen to it in Polish or Russian or something like that, or in, Tag- in, in Tagalog. Um, or, 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 or you have to subscribe for 10 bucks a month <clears throat> and for 10 bucks a month, once in a while you get one of these cards that they cannot broadcast in the United States at a decent hour because they're coming to you from a part of the world in which it will not enable them to broadcast primetime back into the United States live. So they do these things on fight pass, which is sort of cool for the fight pass people, but it costs 10 bucks a month. And I think with the USC now charging what 70, 75, 80 bucks for a, uh, a pay per view of HD. I don't think they should be charging you an extra 10 bucks to watch some preliminary fights on uh, Fight Pass. This is the way I see it. Stevie Ray was a winner. Taylor Lapius was a winner. That was a featherweight bout. Ray was a lightweight. Um, Alexandra Abu defeated Isabella Badurek. That was submission at guillotine Chuck. That was in the second round. He was a women's strawweight fighter. So the strawweight division is coming live as far as the females are concerned in the USC. And of course, the the king of all the females, the king. She's a, she's the man, isn't that isn't that funny? How the woman can be the man? How Ronda Rousey is the man per se in the world of mixed martial arts? How do you have that? How does that make sense? I mean, this nice little uh, judo chick, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. She talks a good talk, good looking girl, you know. Eh, so what? What's she gonna do? Well, I told you she was gonna become a superstar, not only in in uh, MMA, but it was a world of Hollywood. And I saw her going and expanding her uh, horizons beyond, beyond MMA, without a doubt. Okay. And she's done that thus far. In fact, that recent spread she posed for topless in a magazine, more power to you Rhonda, because you know, nobody want to see, nobody want to see uh Chris Cyborg Santos topless. I mean, really, you wouldn't. I mean, she's got the body of a man. Of course, she's the one that says she's clean, and we'll hear from her a little bit later in the show, but she's clean, and everything she does is for MMA, and can she make the fight with Ronda Rousey? We'll see if that's going to happen, but that is the super fight. I mean, that's really the fight that the world of MMA is waiting on. They're not waiting on anything else. They're waiting on Ronda Rousey and Chris Cyborg Santos to do this. The problem being Santos is a 145-pound fighter. That's featherweight, okay? Ronda Rousey used to fight at featherweight, but now she can make bantamweight, which is 135 pounds, so she is the reigning women's bantamweight champion in the world, okay? Um, Cyborg Santos said that she weighed in at 145 for that last fight, and by the next day, she was up to almost 170. So she gains, like, what, 25, almost 30 pounds overnight? So she's a big chick. Ronda's going to have to deal with some size. You know, Ronda threw down Triple H, of course, as Hunter... What they call him Hunter Helmsley or something like that. Anyway, the bottom line is his name is Paul Levesque. He's the really the man that runs the WWE now. Is he's the husband of uh, Stephanie McMahon, who took over when her brother was run out of the uh, company, of course, by the father Vince McMahon. But the bottom line is Paul Levesque was thrown by Ronda Rousey. A good throw, good hip toss, good judo throw. Uh, everybody thought it was like, wow. I mean, that was that was the stuff. People have been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Now she's going to go down to. Brazil, August the 1st, and take on Beth Correa. She's going to lick Beth Correa like a stamp and set up this fight with Chris Cyborg Santos. Now, the big thing with Cyborg Santos is going to be the weight. That's what this fight's all about. It's all about the weight. And Ronda and her make it at 135, because if she won't fight at 135, Ronda really doesn't want much of a part of her, and you can't blame Ronda. If a chicken gained 25 and 30 pounds overnight... Good Lord. He's moving up not one, two, three weight classes. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little James Brown. Speaking of James Brown, uh, somebody from his his team called me this week and said they want to do an interview regarding somebody that worked with James Brown on boxing in the next month or so. So closer to the Pacquiao fight, I'll let that out of the bag. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Sports Byline, I Heart Radio. Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, and the godfather of soul himself, James Brown.
6: 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of Inspire Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products, service availability varies by state.
7: Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan silver dollars absolutely free.
6: Call Lear Capital now.
8: 800-631-9229. If you're looking for the perfect dentist to fit your needs, you need to call the Find My Dentist Hotline. We're a free service that finds quality local dentists matched exclusively to your needs. We've been helping customers just like you find the perfect dentist since 1986. Many people want to go to a dentist, but they don't know how to find one that's right for them. So we do all the searching for you. With thousands of quality dentists nationwide, whatever you need, we can help you. From basic services like getting your teeth clean to teeth whitening, getting dentures, braces, and more. Basically, if it involves your mouth, we can find the best dentist for you. We're here 24 hours a day to help, and we even have Spanish agents available. So call now. Call 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. That's 800-503-3735.
0: Started it off. Right there, Rockville. Go fight Toby and
9: Guida. Oh, head kick. Guida's pace is relentless. 45 again with the head kick And the takedown. Maynard
10: and Edgar putting on a show. Outstanding. Wow. Amazing that Frankie Edgar was able to recover on that at all. And he's Let's got go. Maynard. Oh.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You got to give the guy credit. You know, he was a gamer.
3: Little mod squad there. Back to the lawsuit, of course. We're talking about Kung Lee, John Finch, Nate Corey, and a whole bunch of other fighters have filed a class action, antitrust lawsuit against Zufa Sports. And, of course, Zufa Sports have filed a motion to dismiss and uh, change change of venue and this kind of stuff. Anyway, according to the um, thebloodyelbow.com, Friday the plaintiffs in multiple class action suits filed their opposition to Zufa's motions of dismissal and transfer of venue. There were two separate oppositions, four declarations and numerous exhibits filed, some 100 pages in all. Um, we will surely have further analysis on this. But the bottom line is, look, they filed this suit, Back in nineteen in two thousand fourteen, December two thousand fourteen. Okay, um, John Fitch, Kung Lee, Nate Nathan Corey. <clears throat> they filed a complaint that engaged that said the USC engaged in illegal antitrust activity. Since then, four additional fighters, nearly identical complaints have been filed, uh, adding Luis Javier Vasquez, Dennis Hamilton, Brandon Vera, Pablo Garza, Gabriel Jeter, uh, Mac Danzek, Kyle Kingsbury, and Darren. Uranetta to the name of plaintiffs. Now, we've talked with Kyle Kingsbury on many, many, many occasions. I'm trying to get him on today's show to talk about this, and I can't get a hold of him. But the bottom line is, you know, the USC's is trying to get this transferred out of, uh, transferred into Nevada. If they want it, they want it in a Nevada courtroom because they've got play in Nevada. Can't blame them on that. But um, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I don't think they're going to get a transfer, and I think it eventually, eventually they're going to have to pay up. It's just the way it is. Uh, Uriah Faber. Guess what? Your fire favor says that uh, Conor McGregor gives up when he's in trouble. Sort of questioning the heart of Conor McGregor. (laughs) Ha ha, that's a bunch of crap. Anyway, as earlier, we were talking about the big Chris Cyborg Santos uh, Ronda Rousey fight, which will take place in 2016 one way or another. If they have to cut off somebody's arm to make it happen, it's going to happen, no doubt about it. But here's what she's had to say about Ronda a couple weeks ago, just after winning a fight.
10: Todd Grisham standing by with Chris Cyborg Justino, an impressive 46-second win tonight over Charmaine Tweet. How easy was it for you in there?
11: You know, it's not easy because we train before a lot, and they train all all year. And you know, going inside the cage, you have to try the best. And I'm glad it fast, but I'm ready for five rounds. And they train hard every day. And but I'm happy, excited for getting my belt again. Yeah.
10: Now, now you. Made the weight yesterday at 145 pounds. What do you weigh right now? Maybe six
11: five and wow. seventy.
10: Yeah. You put on a, she put on fifteen to twenty pounds after a yeah. fight. In order to fight Ronda Rousey, they say you probably need to cut down to 135 pounds. Yeah. How difficult will that be for you
11: if you ever are able to do it? Until now, I, I have a diet coach and he worked with me with my team. Maybe end of the year I can make 135. I don't know 100 percent because I want to be prepared and be strong. I don't want to make 135 no good. And but you work about this and be. Well we know, we have surprise soon. Yeah. Uh, Ronda
10: Rousey says she doesn't want to meet you halfway at a catchweight. She thinks you're a cheater. She said other bad things about you. How does that make you feel?
11: Yeah, of course. You know, of course. She's run from me, the beginning in strike force when I'm champion. she's have 6% of her fights all 145, and she's run for 135, and... I don't care about what about she what say, but when I make 135, she cannot say anything. You know, I'm not cheating. You know, I did a lot. of I did a mistake. I think everybody know perfect make mistake, and I already proof, You know, I'm clean, and I ready for fight her any time. If that fight does happen, what would it mean to this sport? I think it's good because, you know, Ronda, she's, she's making good things for women's MMA. I'm not here just for me, you know. I'm here for women's MMA, growing in this sport. Anyway, I started, almost 10 years I'm fighting. And when I want to help growing and have more divisions. And I think big event for everybody, all fans, all girls. And what would that, if that fight does take place, what kind of fight would it
10: be? What would the outcome be?
11: Man, 100%, I try knock out her. 100%. <laughs>
10: there you have it, a knockout guaranteed by Chris Cyborg if the fight ever happens, and according to Ronda Rousey, will have to happen at 135 pounds. Congratulations again on your victory. Thanks so much.
3: I can see this fight happening at 137 pounds. I mean, they're going to have to give her a couple of pounds. You know, they're just going to have to. I'm sorry. They don't want to. Ronda says as long as she makes 135, she doesn't care if if Cyborg Santos shoots horse semen in both eyeballs, alluding to her uh, prior steroid use. But the bottom line is, you know, at the end of the day, this is the fight. This is sort of like the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather fight of mixed martial arts. Whether it involves women or not, these are the two biggest stars as far as MMA is concerned right now. Why is Chris Cyborg Santos such a big star? Because Ronda Rousey's the queen, the king, the man. She's the person that runs MMA right now. You want to talk MMA uh, with the masses? They talk about Ronda Rousey. They don't talk about Kane Velasquez, the heavyweight champion of the world set to defend that title against for beast for doom, the interim champion in June down in Mexico city. They're not talking about Cain Velasquez. They don't talk a whole lot about John Jones. I mean, John Jones wasn't at WrestleMania. John Jones didn't steal the show from the rock Dwayne Johnson, Rocky Johnson's kid. It didn't happen. Ronda Rousey did these things. Okay. And she's just continuing to, to build her, her, her superstar status, she's an iconic figure already in MMA, as I told you, as far as women's sports are concerned. 25 or 30 years from now, people are going to look back and say she was the pioneer. She was the one. She was a catalyst. She was the lady that brought MMA and women's fighting over to the mainstream. Because for the most part, let's be honest, women's MMA was considered a freak show, much like women's boxing was considered a freak show. And it was until... People started getting talented, and you started getting talented fighters. I mean, not that Leila Ali was all that talented, not that Christy Martin was the most talented person in the world, but, you know, they held their own, and they did good for the game of women's boxing. They did good for themselves financially. Of course, that's until Cindy, Cindy, uh, Christy Martin ran into her, her husband, her ex-trainer Jim Martin. She said, I'm leaving you for another woman, and he didn't take to that too well, so he shot her, and then he stabbed her. He shot her and then he stabbed her. Jim Martin did. The trainer and husband of Christy Martin, the former women's boxing champion, he trained her. He trained her, shot her, stabbed her, and she lived. And he went to jail. And the bottom line, he's like 75 years old, to spend the rest of his life in jail. But Christy Martin did a lot for boxing. I think that uh, Ronda Rousey will take this torch in the world of MMA and carry her further than any female athlete ever in any sport. She'll be bigger than Serena Williams. I'm telling you, there will not be a woman star in two to three years from now that will be looked back on in the world of sports that will be bigger than Ronda Rousey. It's just not going to happen. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, number six on the pound-for-pound list as far as the UFC is concerned, of course, they've got John Jones, Mr. Testosterone of an 85-year-old man himself, number one, the soon-to-be ex-champion, 145 pounds, Jose Aldo's number two, although Uriah Faber thinks that that Conor McGregor's going to turn his back and run. Demetrius Johnson, who's going to be, I think, in UFC 186. Uh, That's upcoming a pay-per-view event against a Korean fighter, a Japanese fighter, which will probably be the lowest bought uh, uh, UFC pay-per-view event in history. And if it isn't, I'll eat an 8-by-10-inch piece of paper here on the air. I'm telling you, that's a loser as far as money is concerned. Number four, the world middleweight champion, the one, the American one. I'm talking about the great Chris Weidman. Number five, the aforementioned Caim Velasquez, the world heavyweight champion, of course, out of uh, Silicon Valley, USA. Ronda Rousey, Santa Barbara, California, down that way, the world 135-pound bantamweight champion. Speaking of 135 pounds, the man's champion, D.J. Dillashaw, the man that beat Renan Braille. He's ranked number seven by the USC's top 10 pound for pound, or take that back, top 15 pound for pound. Robbie Lawler, the welterweight champion and at number eight, a lot of people think that he was very lucky to have won that uh, fight. And, of course, the man that beat Anthony Pettis, Rafael Dos Anjos, now the lightweight champion, ranked number nine. He will hold that title for a brief amount of brief period of time. He's not going to be a long-time title holder. I think Pettis either gets it back or somebody else beats him because Dos Anjos has been beat before, and he will be beat again. Now, here is my problem with the UFC ratings, pound for pound. Guess who moved up a notch in the ratings in the last couple of weeks? Anderson Silva. How do you do that? You test positive for not one steroid, two steroids, okay? And they're in your bloodstream uh, not only a month before the fight, but post-fight, okay? So you're taking performance-enhancing drugs, something you denied, something you said never, ever happened. But yet, both of these systems, both of these drugs are found in both, cyst, both see, every time they do a drug test, they take two samples. If it's urine, they'll take two samples. If it's blood, they'll take two samples. So they'll split the samples in half. But the bottom line is there always is two samples, okay? And both samples tested positive for steroids as far as Anderson Silva's concerned. So he's ranked number 10 by the USC in their pound-for-pound pound ratings. He's not a champion. He only won that one fight against Nick Diaz, and that fight was considered a no contest. And yet they consider him number 10 in the ratings pound-for-pound. Pound. What does that say? about Dana White and the UFC. Is that an indictment of their entire uh, structure? I mean, the the right versus wrong type of thing? I mean, we know he's wrong. It wasn't an accident. He didn't take these things uh, accidentally. He he had to know what he was taking. He'll try to blame it on some type of doctor, saying the doctors gave him this, the doctors gave him that, because he was recovering from that broken leg, or widening a broken leg with that knee check and their rematch. Okay, but... I'm telling you, there's no way this guy deserves to be involved in any top 10, top 15, pound-for-pound pound list. He's been suspended. He's been suspended. He doesn't even have a license, and the UFC has him at number 10, which to me is just a shock. Uh, number 11, the former lightweight champion, of course, Anthony Pettis. Will he come back? I don't know. He got rocked so early against Los Santos that he never really got, his, never got unbuzzed. And once you've been buzzed, when you're a fighter and you've been buzzed, it's sort of like, like driving drunk. You, you, know, you, just, you're not, you, you haven't got control, full control of your faculties. And he was definitely buzzed, no question about it. I think Pettis never recovered and went on to lose that five-round decision. Will Pettis be the favorite in a rematch? I'm going to say yes. If Pettis and Dos were would do it again, I would uh, lay my coins on Anthony Pettis. Number 12, the former Bantamweight champion, Renan Barreo, of course, taking on TJ Dillashaw. In a couple of months in a rematch, of course, they were supposed to hook it up, but they never did. The second time when Borreo collapsed, trying to make weight. Number 13, Johnny Hendricks, former welterweight champion, the guy that spells his name funny, J-O-H-N-Y, but uh, he was a former welterweight champion. People think he did not deserve to lose that title. Then there's some people who thought he didn't deserve to win that title. And anyway, Johnny Hendricks, controversial to an extent. Number 14 for Beast for Doom, of course, in June, taking on Cain Velasquez for the heavyweight championship and Vitor Belfort the poster board for steroids, challenging Chris Weidman, in the near future for the USC middleweight title. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Sports Byline MMA Live on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network.
7: Yeah, deer are cute. They star in movies and show up as furry toys. But when they ruin your plants, they're not so cute. Get yourself some ortho deer be gone. Dear Begone uses ingredients that deer find downright disgusting. It won't harm them, but the no stink formula sends them running without smelling horrible to us. Deer Begone from Ortho. We don't hurt them, we just chase them. Guaranteed. Learn more about how Deer Begone lives up to its name at Ortho.com. Use only as directed.
11: We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago.
12: If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading
4: memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now.
2: The experts
12: at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. 855-254-7483. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased.
10: And again, BJ's just out grappling him as well as out striking you know? him He's just pouring blood now, Joe. And he's really toying
0: with him, yeah. <laughs> and now he's turning it on. Yeah. Diego Diego's, Diego's a up. And Herb Dean's going to check the cut. Wow. wow. Baby J a gigantic cut
10: over his eye. That's it.
0: It is all
10: over. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the greatest
0: lightweight in the history of the sport. Baby J defense. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey hey it's Brucey baby. Probably his greatest
3: hit of all time. Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Still kicking it, man. What's he been around? 35 years now? (laughs) I saw him at the Coliseum in Oakland Coliseum. I guess about 25 or 30 years ago with this girl. And we had a great night. It was a great event. And didn't appreciate it was Bruce Springsteen. Didn't even know who the guy really was. You know what I'm saying? Now, 30 years later, he's like an iconic figure. And like one of the best guys as far as doing Rock is concerned. Good old rock music and then New Jersey style rock. Hey, Sergio Lysenko was a, uh, a a heavyweight out of Russia, and he's been murdered. Of course, they just came up on SureDog.com. He was either stabbed to death or shot to death. They're saying, and I'm, you know, here's what's up. When guys get killed in Russia, okay, you never know really what's happening. But according to uh, authorities, who pronounced dead at April the eighth at the Odessa Jewish Hospital in Ukraine after being shot multiple times. Now, see, I heard another press report that he was stabbed. Uh, According to the press service of the military industrial interior of uh, Ukraine, Lysenko was shot in the carotid artery in Odessa during the uh, uh, street night shooting. Wow. According to initial information, the cause of the quarrel was a woman that generated a conflict between Odessa citizens and a group of eight Caucasians. He is survived by a wife and an 18-month-old child. He wasn't a bad fighter. He really wasn't a bad fighter. His records weren't all that great, but the bottom line is he was a kickboxing champion at one point in time. And he last fought in 2014, and he won with a KO one in the KOK World KP Championships that was in and the Ukraine as well. So we wish him, wish his family the best. And what can you say, man? What what really can you say? You know, I mean, I remember when Trevor Burbick was cut part cut cut to pieces by his relatives, a former heavyweight champion. The man that last fought Muhammad Ali and defeated him in nineteen eighty one. He was chopped up by his relatives over there in uh, in Jamaica. So things happen. Things happen. Not only here in the United States. That's right. People get shot in the back here by cops, but shit stuff happens around the rest of the world as well. July the 11th, Jose Aldo and Aldo Jose Aldo and, and Connor McGregor, of course, The mega fight is the fight that everybody's talking about, the fight that people want to see. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Conor McGregor is without a doubt, folks, I think the best 145-pounder out there. Now, they say Jose Aldo's is 145-pounder, but I'm not seeing Jose Aldo as the best 145-pounder in the world anymore. No question about that. Can we run the Jose Aldo tape, please?
8: Look into my eyes, little man. Little
11: Brazilian. Ooh, head What you got to say now? Face-to
9: face, mind to mind. to say..: Oh, you know, Portuguese, huh? Wow, this is going to go down, man, It's going to be electric in Vegas on July 11 for UFC 189. In the main event, a featherweight title fight that is uh, sure to be very memorable one way or another. And let's talk about it with the uh, Champ Jose Aldo, his uh, translator Lillian, the notorious Conor McGregor, along with UFC President Dana White, and it was about to go down. Just a few minutes ago here in the studio, Dana, because you put the the, the belt on and you were taunting Jose. Where does your dislike for the champ come from?
1: I have no dislike for my opponent or any opponent. I respect any man that steps foot inside the octagon, but business is business. And if you are in the way of my business, you will be taken out. And yes, you are correct. I put the belt on myself out backstage and he do absolutely nothing the same way he do nothing on that stage the same way he will do nothing inside that octagon.
10: Jose, how did that
9: make you feel when he put the belt on and started taunting you?
11: Quando ele colocou o cinturão ali, mostrou para você como você se sentiu?
1: Normal. Eu sabia que ele sempre vai fazer alguma coisa assim, então
11: foi normal, isso aí. Só é para sentir o gosto que ele sabe que daqui isso aqui nunca vai sair. Isso aqui é meu filho, isso aqui só vai sair um dia quando eu me aposentar. It's common. He wants to taste it. He will never have my belt. I will keep it. <clears throat> the
3: great Jose Aldo, of course, July the 11th, Conor McGregor, the fight that will make, I think, or break uh, Conor McGregor. I think it's going to make him. Some people think it'll break him. Uriah Faber thinks that when the heat gets turned up, that Conor McGregor can't handle it. Well, I got news for you. Jose Aldo is very confident going into this fight. the longtime champion, 145 pounds. This will be UFC. 189 July the 11th is part of the International Fight Week at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. But Aldo's confident. He says it won't last but a couple of minutes. He says that he'll, his Brazilian jiu-jitsu will just destroy Conor McGregor real fast. Well, Conor McGregor, he's a striker. He, he Conor McGregor does it all. He really does. He does it all. So I give Conor McGregor the edge here. Zach Attack Young gives Conor McGregor the edge here. Um, I want to see what Kyle Kingsbury has to say about that. But that's going to be July the 11th. That is a big, big fight. The big fight of the year, I think, thus far. and will be the biggest fight of the year outside of anything that Ronda Rousey does. She's in a world of her own. Yes, yeah, so this Beth Korea thing is not going to be the biggest thing in the world when she takes this girl on down there in Brazil. Except she's going to make an event by taunting the Brazilians, by uh, being very condescending, you know, uh, racial slurs uh badness she'll do it all she'll pull out all the nasty tricks she can she become the muhammad ali of brazil when she goes down there and she's gonna fire them up they're gonna be ticked off they're gonna tune in in record numbers to watch her fight uh beth correa as far as brazilian tv is concerned i think it will be the top rated show of the year as far as brazilian tv is concerned mark my words Remember, a few years ago, when I said Ronda would become the star that she is, you guys also needed to poo-pooed me, said I was blowing smoke up her skirt because she was a girl. I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, right. And she steals the show at 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 the uh, at the WWE's WrestleMania, their big show, the grandest stage of the uh, of the world of professional wrestling. She stole it in MMA. I mean, she can box. Any of these girls that want to box, her, I think she's open for that. But the bottom line is, she is one mean, mean, mean chick. She can fight. She's talented. She walks the walk. She talks the talk and come uh, October the 1st, August 1st, she will defend that title down there in Brazil and come back and set up the fight. Of course, in early 2016 with the aforementioned and the lady we heard from a few minutes ago, Chris Cyborg Santos, who calls herself Chris Justine now, whatever she wants to do. But the bottom line is at the end of the day, this is the fight that people want to see. Several months ago, following a slew of unexpected drug test failures. Unexpected? <laughs> the UFC announced plans to implement a new random out-of-competition drug testing policy effective July 1st. They also announced the fact that they were going to hire a former Balco investigator, Jeff Novinsky, to oversee the new program. Yeah, you know, it sounds sort of good, right? Fans and pundits generally agree that this is a positive step for the promotion as well as the sport overall. And at least one fighter believes, though, that it's unconstitutional. It's an infringement on his rights. Now, who would say that? But the axe murderer himself, Wanderlei Silva. Of course, the man that's been caught a couple of times, and, you know, the bottom line is he's against steroids, and he says he hasn't cheated, but I think he's had some issues as far as steroids are concerned, and he's trying to say that it's unconstitutional and that the UFC shouldn't be able to to, uh, test people throughout the entire year. Now, listen, I'm all for that. I agree with him 100%. In one regard, cocaine, marijuana, heroin, quaaludes, Valium, whatever these guys want to do on their own time is their own business. Human beings have a right to do whatever the hell they want, okay? But performance-enhancing drugs, that's where we draw the line, and that's where the line has to be drawn, especially in combat sports, okay? So we need to step in. We need to come up with a, a fantastic a testing system. This Novinsky guy says that he's going to be able to do that. And you know, this out of drug, this out of competition testing, it, it's commonplace in various other sports, including tennis, which is known hmm, for exception eh, for, for pretty rigid testing. I mean, Wanderlei, though, he believes a privacy violation is not only immoral, but it's unconstitutional. I don't agree with him there. I really don't. If you're in the world of combat sports, I think you need to know that you're clean and that the other guy is clean. And if a guy is dirty and a guy is on performance-enhancing drugs, what can I say? It's got to make you think, man, that something's really wrong. I mean, you know, when people get beat up, the residual effects of getting beat up is not the same as losing a baseball game. You lose a baseball game, you know, you go home, you have a beer, you talk to the old lady, you go, yeah, babe, you know, I lost four zip, didn't have it, my fastball wasn't happening. Well, guess what? In the world of fighting or combat sports, you have a bad night. It could be like the end of your life, figuratively and literally. People have died in the ring. People have died in the cage. It's just been done, okay? And if you add the felonious uh, intent, and that's what it is, you're a felon because you're wanting to strike somebody with a, a deadly weapon. I think if you're taking steroids and you're fighting, your hands are deadly weapons. Therefore, you should be charged with assault with a deadly weapon for taking steroids and trying to fight. This is the way it should be. They should ban all these guys. Wanderlei Silva, what's he like, 45 years old now, 50 years old? I think it's time for him to maybe go over to TNA or the WWE or something like that because his his his, his days in the octagon, they've been over a long time. And the guy has, I mean, he's won one big fight, I think, in the last three or four years. Outside of that, he has lost just about every fight going. Now, don't forget, the next UFC event, It'll be UFC on Fox, man. They're digging in on Fox. Leota Machita, the dragon. Yeah. Now at 185 pounds second on Look Rockhold. Look Rockhold and Leota Machita in the main event. April eighteenth, the Prudential Center. That's gonna be in Newark, New Jersey. Of course they've been there before the UFC. The UFC going all around the world. They're going to the Philippines. They were in Poland last night. They're going to Brazil and May the thirtieth. They're going back to Mexico. And uh, June, they'll go back to Brazil in August. I mean, holy cow, the USC is all over the world. But I'm interested in this card on the 18th. Why? Because I think it helps build the sport. Much like the boxing cards on NBC put on by uh, premier boxing champions and Al Heyman, when, uh, the cards he's put on NBC, CBS, and Spike TV, these are helping the sport of boxing. Why? Because it's free TV and people that really don't have cable or they don't have pay-per-view or they don't. Yeah, they're the curious minded. Well, guess what? They can watch something for free. And on the 18th, this fight car will come to you at 5 p.m. Pacific time. that's 8 p.m. Eastern time live from uh, Newark, New Jersey. As I said, the Prudential Center, the dragon, Leota Machida on a bit of a roll now at 185 pounds. He's found his place at 185, taking on Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold. One of those guys doesn't take too many prisoners. Good fight. Good fight. Got to throw uh, toss the coin up in the air. and If it came down, I'd have to say Machida slightly. Ronaldo Souza is going to take part in the middleweight fight against Chris Camozzi. Also on the card, Cub Swanson and Max Calloway. I thought that was a code feature. I think they moved that, that Souza fight up. But I thought that was a code feature. at Featherweight, 145 pounds, Cub Swanson and Max Holloway. A women's strawweight contest on the card. Felice Herrick going to take on Paige Zant. No, not the relative of... Ronnie Van Zant, the ex Leonard Skinner uh, guitar player, but the bottom line is Jim Miller, the Cowboys on the card, Brunel DeRouche is on the card, uh, Covince St. Perus on the card, Patrick Cummins is going to be there. Pretty good card, and this is all on Fox Sports. So I mean regular Fox Network. Let's go. So you are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide, all across America, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Radio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network.
7: your process lower your monthly mortgage payments save your home and your credit but you must act now call 800-274-7312 274 7312 not available in all states paid non-attorney spokesperson
9: attention catheter users stop reusing dirty catheters catheters are now disposable recent changes in medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month all at little or no cost to you we bill medicare Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1 800 399 9018. Call 1 800 399 9018 today. Deductibles and copay supply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90 day order.
2: Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold group the precious metal ira specialists call birch gold group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold ira can offer stability protection and the peace of mind that your life savings which you've worked so hard to build is safe call 888-221-0010 and receive birch gold's free information kit which offers the best kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold call 888-221-0010 that's 888-221-0010
0: now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let my boys harmonize
3: a bit. This is East Bay Soul, courtesy of Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside, look into the world of mixed martial arts. Don't forget our schedule Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, for an hour on Sports Byline. Then, of course, we go Sunday for two hours on Sports Byline at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA. Then we come back on Sirius XM Satellite Radio on Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time with an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. Well, Bellator, remember them? We had Scott Coker on the show a few months ago, of course, the new CEO, the former Force champion, uh, Force president. Um, he won a court injunction this week that, pro- that stopped... Uh, Remember Rampage Jackson? I mean, he was like the guy for a while, wasn't he? I mean, he was a guy. I mean, Quentin Rampage Jackson, was, he, he, he was a light heavyweight champion. He was with pride. He came over to the UFC. He was, making, he was making statements. He was scaring people. He was wearing that dog chain around his neck. I mean, he was the real deal, right? Well, that was a long, long time ago. But he was supposed to come back to the UFC and fight in UFC 186, okay? But that's not going to happen. He was supposed to take on a knockout puncher, Fabian uh, Maldonado. Fabio Maldonado, who Cal Kingsbury says is one hard hitter, knockout puncher, undefeated professional boxer, as well as being a uh, recognized MMA artist. Anyway, Rampage versus Fabio Maldonado is not going to happen. looks like Steve Boss is going to step in. And Steve Boss, is 10-1. He's 10 and 1, it's got a 10-1 MMA record. Uh, he's got wins over UFC veterans like Wes Sim and Houston Alexander and Marvin Eastman. But I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know if this is going to be the fight. I really thought that Rampage... Uh, Rampage Jackson was going to be able to put up a good fight against Fabio Maldonado and get knocked out because he's brave. And Maldonado punches that hard. When you punch that hard, you've got a guy that can punch like Mike Tyson, and he punches like Mike Tyson in the world of MMA. Fabio Maldonado is the real deal. Kyle Kyle Kingsbury told me he broke his orbital bone. Hit him so hard he broke his cheekbone. This guy hits hard. Okay, Quentin Jackson was in deep trouble. He's been pulled out. The has got an injunction raged against them by Bellator, of course, and their CEO, uh, Viacom's Scott Coker. Steve Bossy, the replacement. We'll see what happens with that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in to the longest-running fight show in history. I want to pay tribute to the late Steve Lopez of Arizona, the boxing promoter who passed away a few weeks ago. I miss you. I hope you're well. And I want to say that my best friend's father, Espedito Martinez, Hector Martinez's father, He's in the South San Francisco hospital fighting for his life, and I wish him the best there. Until next time, much peace, much respect, much thanks.